You're listening to Who Wears the Pants. This is Mike. I'm Chris. And Chris, what do we talk about on this bullshit show? We talk about relationships. Like love. Sex. Butt stuff. Rock and roll. Anal. All of it. Beads. Yeah. Wieners. Yeah. Love. (laughs) Death. Family. (laughs) Kids. Friends. We talk about all of it, all relationships, whether it is a paternal relationship or an intimate relationship or a friendship. Chris, on your right hand, when you were doing the countdown, is that a blood blister or goop? What is that? What is that? Oh, it's hair hair dye. dye. Gotcha. Yeah. I came in and uh, Chris and Tara are on a plastic tarp in the middle of the living room and Half a dozen of Tara's Merkins are just there, and they're dying them like your kids are gonna fucking do eggs in a couple weeks. It was crazy. It was the weirdest goddamn thing. But it looked like a blood blister, like you'd smashed it, like that blood blister I've got there on that finger yeah. from this morning. No, I uh, I don't work with my hands enough gotcha. for that. So Chris and I did I announce last last show that I'm leaving Miniature Market. Yes, maybe. Oh, no, I told you we didn't record last week because we yeah, talked about we talked right. about our new company, Space Dock Productions. Yep. So Chris and I, um, in June, are going to launch a Kickstarter for a game. Um, we're not announcing the name of the game yet because we're still working on some copyright stuff. Yep. But Chris and I are gonna Chris and I are gonna launch a party game that is crass and inappropriate in the vein of things like that apples to apples vulgar ripoff. Mm-hmm. Well, we're doing our own sort of vulgar ripoff and try to make our nut that's right it's yeah. gonna be super yeah. sexy so no our website's not up yet but space doc productions is the company the llc that chris and i have that uh, is all legal and bona fide it's and designed by an, an attorney by an attorney so now, stay um, tuned oh yeah go ahead chris well so i've been i've been because of the marijuana i've been hogging the microphone that's okay that's okay the, the marijuana makes so, me very chatty chris what we can do is uh as of right now I'll try to I'll make a tab on who wears the pants podcast.com and you can go there as soon as we finalize a couple of things with Space Dock Productions you'll see some information about it there. Right. And, and then, then a website will go live probably yeah, in the next couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, but in, in the meantime, um, if you wouldn't mind sending us your dick pics, uh, my personal cell phone number, and this is the number you'll find on my business card for my new business venture, the Influence Foundation, that's goinfo.org or brodeur, B-R-O-D-E-U-R at goinfo.org. Um so, any which way. Uh, you didn't give them your cell phone number. Uh, 314. There you go. 482-7088. Or you can send them to M, as in Michael, P as in Paul, E as in Elroy, underscore B, as in Brodor, at yahoo.com. Who the fuck still uses a Yahoo? Uh, 45-year-old middle-aged doughy dudes who are stoned out of their gourd but still haven't joined AA. <laughs> so we need your dick pics. Yeah, it's fucked up, but we'll take them. Yeah, the weeds we'll made them. me chatty. Sorry, folks. Uh, so, off the mic, you told me to remind you about Brinks Home Security. Jesus, tap dancing Christ. I, okay, I used to work in a call center for uh, CPAPs. We've talked about it on the show. Yep. In fact, I think I was, was I working there? when we, no. no. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. So we started this venture after, yeah. Anyway, so... It was fucking horrible, and I got cussed at all the time, and I really try not to be that asshole on the phone. But we've had a home security system through Monotronics, which I guess is Brinks or whatever, 
Maybe it brings bottom. Don't fucking care. Not important to the story. Sorry, I've wasted this time. Anyway, so we've had the security system forever. And I'm like, you know what? It's, it's fucking $45 a month. I got to cancel it, right? I got to be done with this thing. It's a, it's a waste of my money. So I had guarded myself for the gauntlet of customer no service, but I did not think that it was going to cause me PTSD like my childhood nighttime beatings from that cunt of a womb. Anyway, so I get and I get my paperwork and granted, I've had this since August 12th of 2009 for a decade. Yep. Had it for a decade. I've been a customer of yours for one decade. For a good portion of my life, you ignorant fucking a assholes. A quarter of it. Yeah. Infuriating. Anyway. Yeah. A quarter of my life. Oh, my God. I'm going to write them the worst fucking letter once I've calmed down and I'm not homicidal. So I call up and... I, you know, explain, you know, I go through the, the, the phone gauntlet of, do you want this or, you know, you want that or this or whatever, right? I get to where I'm going and I speak to this woman named Anna. Anna. Anna, I, I'm trying to get you fired. If you're out there, Anna, I'm trying to get your job. If you're listening. I'm trying so hard, Anna, to get your job. Anna at Brinks, Brinks Cancellation Service. Anna, I'm trying to get you fired. It was the worst customer service experience of my entire fucking life. And I knew they're going to try to fucking, they're going to try to fuck me at minimum where they're going to fuck me is they're going to try to get me to keep the service and tell me that they're going to, yeah, yeah, that's where they're going to fuck me. Oh, but no, no, Anna, Anna's a pro raper. She's a pro customer fucker, this Anna. I mean, she's got me by the neck and she's going to fucking get me dry, that Anna. I mean, I am going to bleed. Her fucking giant, giant clit thing that's distended <laughs> like some sort of hyena matriarch raper to dominate me, right? That moisture from her giant fucking rape clit and, 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 oh, and my blood. Those are the only lubricants that Anna's going to give me, right? So she's going to wrap it in sandpaper Anna, first. Anna, Anna's opening volley is, are you moving? No, Anna, I'm not moving. I just want to get rid of a service that I've foolishly paid for in a long time. In fact, Anna, can you look at your system and see when was the last time I've activated my system? Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Brodor. We can't do that. We don't have access to that technology. And I was like, huh, seems pretty foolish to me, Anna. But hey, you know what? No problem. So far, you haven't been a cunt, so I'm not going to open up. So Anna says to me, she says, so, you know, we've got great services like uh, doorbell cameras, security cameras. And I'm like, Anna, can you see on my account that I don't have any of those services? Yes, Mr. Berger. We just want to let you know that Brinks Home Security, da, 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 I said, Anna, I'm not here to upsell. I'm here to cancel. Sorry, Chris is wanting me to hit the thingy. No, no, no. I'm listening. I'm listening. So, and this was the electronic cigarette, not the marijuana. So Anna says, oh, we've got some great services that maybe you would like to consider. And I was like, Anna, I don't think you understand. I want to stop my service. I want you to stop taking my money for the service that you can't confirm how many times I've used it or what have you. She's okay. So then 
And I say to Anna, I said, Anna, you know, here's what, here's what I need to do. I need to cancel the service. She's like, well, why would you want to cancel your service? There's, why did you get it in the first place, Mr. Brodero, if you want to cancel it? If you're going to cancel it now, why did you even buy it in the first place? I said, Anna. That's brilliant. Anna, I, I haven't turned it on. And neither of us know how long because you can't access that. I said, so Anna, here's what I'm going to need you to do. I'm going to need you to get me to your supervisor, Anna. Um, oh, Mr. Brodero, I don't have a supervisor. I mean, not that I don't have anyone here in the office. I was like, I can refer you. I'm like, Anna, don't, don't tell me that they're not there and that you're the highest ranked person in this company because that's bullshit, Anna. And I'm sorry to use profanity, but Anna, you're trying my patience because I hate this kind of thing, Anna. So what I'm going to need you to do is I'm going to need you to get me to your supervisor. Well, we could have them. I'm like, no, Anna, they're not going to call me back. <laughs> what, what I need you to do is I need you to stay. Stand up and walk over to their cubicle and let them know that you have an angry customer so I can get my shit taken care of. And I've been where you're at and I've been your boss. I need you to fix this for me, Anna. She's like, well, I can't do that, Mr. Broder. Da, 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 da. And she's like, she's like, well, we could, we could continue. We could actually lower your price. To, so she, she finally, I've gotten her to lowering the price. How so, long have you been on the phone at this point? Uh, 10 minutes. Okay. 10 minutes the call was 1343 the next call was 1852 i think i've, I've checked my phone anyway <laughs> so anna anna says to me she says well you know mr border we could lower i was like anna anna cancel period she's like well mr i'm like period 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 fucking period anna Cancel, Mr. Broder. If you would just let me talk, I'm like Anna. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna hang up. And I'm gonna call back. And I'm gonna talk to somebody else, Anna. That's what I'm gonna do. You got Anna again, didn't you? So I hang up. I call back. I go through the gauntlet, and I get Tony. Oh, and Tony. Tony's pretty cool. Cause here's what happened. Tony. I don't know how Tony got my call, but their automated system is shit. Because I follow the same tree that got me to Anna. That's got me to Tony. Tony says to me, well, Mr. Burner, I'd love to be able to help you out, but I'm a tech guy. Really not a whole lot I can do. Let me get some account information. I was like, Tony, sir, you understand. I'm not mad at you. Why do you need my information when you're a tech guy? I don't have a tech issue. I have a cancellation issue. Why are we talking about this, Tony? We don't need to be talking. Well, Mr. Burner, we have procedures. I'm like, Tony, I get it. I get you got your procedures, Tony. Fine. Here's my, here's my information. Okay, Mr. Burner, well, I'm not going to be able to help you out. I'm going to have to transfer you to so-and-so. I'm like, great. Now, Tony, when, when I get there, they're not going to have my information, are they? And I'm going to have to give it to them again, aren't I? And he's like, well, Mr. Burner, I understand your frustration. So you see, Tony, you see how you've wasted both of our times, Tony? You see how this wasn't helpful, Tony? All right, Tony, again, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at that cunt, Anna. So, hi, this is Alicia. Alicia, here's what I need. I need to cancel my service. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at Tony. I'm mad at Anna. I need to cancel my service. I don't want to fight with you. I don't want to argue with you. And you guys are located. Is this your address here in Texas? I don't want to drive all the way from Missouri down to Texas. Because that'd fucking suck for both of us. So here's what I'm going to need to do. Alicia, was it? Alicia. Very pretty name. Alicia, we're not going to fight. We're going to cancel my service. Okay? She's like, okay, Mr. Broder, we can do that. Alicia, 
Do you work in cancellations? Are, are you the boss? No, Mr. Berger, I'm not the boss, but I mean, we have a supervisor. I was like, hmm. So Alicia, what you're telling me, because the piece de resistance, Anna told me after being on the phone with her for 13 minutes and 43 seconds, that she was incapable of doing a cancellation and that I would have to send a letter. Now, Alicia explains to me that one, she does have a supervisor. I said, oh, I figured that that was bullshit coming from Anna. Anna told me you didn't have a supervisor. So you've just confirmed me that Anna's a liar. Now that's an actual direct quote. And a whore. She's a liar. So then Alicia says to me, well, I can cancel that. I can put a cancellation on this for you, sir. Now we do require some sort of written form, but I can send you an email and you can sign it digitally as a digital documentation if you'd like to do that. I was like, Anna told me that she could not cancel my account. She's like, well, sir, I'm, I'm sorry that you had this experience. I mean, we're, we're a very small office. I'm like, can you see Anna? <laughs> She's like, yes, sir, I sure can. I'm like, okay, well, I've done customer service my entire adult life. Every job I've ever had has been customer facing. And if Anna was my employee, I would fire her so fucking fast. And I hope she's got children that'll fucking starve. That's what I hope. Because Anna's lied to me twice now. Twice Anna's lied to me. She says, well, Mr. Berger, and, and I'm sorry I have to ask this. Why do you want to cancel your service? I said, well, Alicia, and that's a lovely name, by the way. And I have to tell you. For you, the sixth time that yeah, it's lovely? You've, you've been exemplary. It was the fourth time. Don't be a fucking gun. <laughs> so, Alicia, with the lovely name, five, what I'm going to need you to do is cancel this service because I don't use it. She's like, okay, so, and I was like, and, and I need you to tell your supervisor that Anna's a liar. She's like, okay, because so, Anna's lied to me twice now. And I said, I said, you know, and it's crazy. I mean, I wish I knew how long I hadn't used my system. She's like, oh, it's been a really long time, Mr. Berger. I've got that information right here. Oh, shit. And I was like, I was like, Alicia? Go get your boss. Are you, I'm sorry, so you, so you do have a supervisor. You can set me up for cancellation and you have access at your fingertips to see how long it has been since I've activated my system. She says, I sure can, Mr. Broder. And I'm like, that's the third time, the third time that Alicia lied to me. I want Alicia's job. Anna's job. Or Anna's job. I'm sorry. I, well, you know what, Alicia, you're right. I'm sorry. I want Anna's job. I got a little confused there. I, I want Anna's job. I want Anna to be fired. That's what I want. I'm never going to use pranks again. And I'm going to use every bully pulpit at my disposal to make sure that no one that I know, no one that I encounter on the street ever uses pranks again. Alicia, when I win the lottery and I become <laughs> brilliantly wealthy... And I have nothing but money and time. I am going to protest Brinks Home Security everywhere. I am going to destroy the company. And I will spend a thousand times the amount of money that it takes to buy your company to destroy your company from the outside. That's how much of a fucking cancer your company is to me. You have been a delight. Night and day difference in customer service, Alicia. You and Tony are excellent. Are these 
phone calls recorded for quality <laughs> assurance, Alicia. Yes, Mr. Broder, they sure are. I'm like, excellent. I would like your supervisor to get some exposure. You have a great day. You too, Mr. Brodor. Thank you. That was my morning. You never talked to the supervisor? Never. I'm surprised that you didn't at that point. No. Because you know what the supervisor is going to do? Nothing. Everything Alicia did. The supervisor is going to let me vent. The supervisor is going to let me... And there's going to be no ramifications for Anna. And there's gonna nothing's gonna happen to Anna. In fact, probably, honestly, they'll bring her on the back. Bring, yeah, they will. They they'll will be like, like "Hey, yep. you avoided that cancellation. Good yeah. job. Your percentages stayed high." Yep, that's brilliant. Yeah, I now that not Anna because you know Anna's children they they need their mother. I mean, unless she's like my mother, but the person who had her patted her on the back and gave her an attaboy for being an insufferable fucking cunt to a person that's paid them money for a decade that person i want to shoot in the goddamn face i want to drag them in the street and i want to put a bullet right in their fucking tear duct of their left eye and blow off part of their nose and a lot of their brain that and i'm just kidding this is hyperbole i don't want to murder anyone i think you just got your hate mail no so okay we get we're okay yeah where is that email yeah so i'm an idiot and i don't check um I don't oh my god, we just lost so much social capital. Yeah. We had social capital until you pissed it the fuck away yeah. by not checking your goddamn email. Did you, you know check what you're it, so, motherfucker? You're, I don't even know what my email address is. Yeah, shut the up. point is, you're shut the up. brains of this operation and I'm the charm. So, so here. Uh, are you how tiny that is? I don't have my reading glasses. Okay, here. Dear Chris, I also feel the need to add a bro door to the greeting. However... Let's be real. He's not going to be the one to get this email. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And you wanted me to read that. You're a cunt. (laughs) Anyways, I just finished listening to episode 44. Like most of the episodes, it got me thinking about some things I feel compelled to share. Personally, I found the bits about motivation and what to pursue in one's life to resonate with me as I've been in a similar frame of mind for the past several months. Right on, man. Yes. Wait, what's this kid's name? His name is Harrison. Harrison. All right. First of all, Harrison, I'm I'm going to be a dick here. I got yeah. to I got to ask you what your parents were thinking, man. I mean, I think it's really cool and if you're if your mom is like a super hot Leia costume wearing thing, even if she's not hot. I, I, that's a cool name if you're named after if you're named after Harrison Her, Ford after Harrison Ford, because he's he's done some great stuff. Now, if your parents are you know kale eating hipsters, bro, we need to you come hang out with me, man. His parents there's are a, probably your age. There's a whole shut your fucking mouth. Because hold on, hold on. <laughs> to give some background, I'm a 21 year old from the glorious Sunshine State. Of Florida. Wow. So you're a Floridian, which means you're either crazy or super tough or retarded. Um, I'm going to go with crazy and super tough. I'm going to go with a little column A, a little column B. No C. No C. I recently went through my worst semester of college yet. It was nothing too terrible, but 
it did drop my GPA a lot more than I would have liked. Hmm. There are some additional minor failures and roadblocks I've had to traverse. However, the point of this isn't to gripe for the whole email. Lord knows, my friends already get an earful of my dissatisfaction with my current position in life. Harrison, are you sure you're 22 and not 52? <laughs> I know, right? Well, he's used a semicolon appropriately in this oh, email already. Oh, goodness gracious. Okay, so Harrison... I already know you've got like a no, fucking get 150 IQ. So yeah, so he's slumming. He listens to us and he's like, these stupid monkeys know how to talk into microphone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't fucking condescend to me, Harrison. <laughs> um Anywho, okay. With my current position in life, it is a position that I find myself or that I find myself that has led me to do a lot of soul searching, trying to find what I truly care enough about to put skin in the game. Good. I think that's if you're thinking about that at fucking 21, dude, that's some impressive shit. Yeah, no, for sure, man. You're you're way, way like I I I didn't feel that way until I was 45 years old. And that's that's not me pandering. That's me being I mean, shit, you listened to the episode. I Dude, I mean, fucking good on you, dude. He's going to school to be an electric engineer. Okay. Oh, so oh we, my God. Okay. So Harrison, let me, let, me, let me tell you. Let me tell you something right now about engineers. You're the worst fucking patients in the history of ever. So <laughs> at this point, the only tangible thing is my coursework for an undergraduate degree in electrical engineering. Um. Cool. I mean, wow. that's, dude, you're a fucking, you're a yeah. smart dude. Yeah. Smart dude. Yeah. You're, you're, wow. I, I mean, I'm flattered that you would actually expend any of your intellect show. on the garbage that we put I out, know, right? man. That's super flattering. It's pretty impressive. That's me being sincere, by the way. I know it's hard to tell, but. Uh, even though that's fallen by the wayside uh, and that I do not put nearly enough effort or it, it basically, it's kind of worded funny here, but I don't put enough effort into it, into what I should be doing right now. Uh, I like to play, uh, or I like to pass most all my classes, but the question is if I actually retain anything. I, I, I basically, I'm doing, I'm going through the bullshit here in college. Right. Uh, I have to in order to get this degree. Okay, right. fair enough, dude. Um, that sucks, and if. Yeah, which I, is criminal. I'm right. not. I'm not fucking. I'm not yeah. wired for college right. because I don't yeah. have the patience for well, that fluff. And, and what what infuriates me, and I don't want to get into a political thing, but what really, really fucking infuriates me is that the whole collegiate system is so goddamn corrupt and twisted, and the idea that you have to spend tens of thousands of dollars and years on your life, mm -hmm. years of your life on things that don't pertain for this fiction of well-rounded. It's fucking criminal. But anyway, so. Uh, he sounds like you for a moment here, so he's most likely going to pass all of his classes, but the question is if he'll actually retain anything I learned uh, to carry me into subsequent courses. Yeah, okay. That being said, though, I'm keeping it, uh, I'm keeping it since subject matter interests me, and I think I would feel the urge to eat a bullet <laughs> working with uh, power or embedded systems. Yeah, fucking probably, dude. If you were if you were doing fucking coding or if you were doing just fucking, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, no, there's no way, man. That would be boring as fuck. So don't blame me there. Um, it's these thoughts that I'm reminded of when I hear Brodeur regarding himself and how he's never really had the motivation to single-mindedly pursue something. And uh, Did he say single-mindedly? This kid's got like 184 IQ. It, no, I know, I know. 
It, comma. Okay. Here's Sorry, kid. He's a grown ass man. He's 22 years old. It's a grown ass man, uh, but he's old enough to be my son. Or he said 21 or 22. He's 21. 21. Sorry, Harrison. 21. Yeah. I'm old enough to be his father. And basically overall desire to excite his overall desire to excel in this line of work has kind of declined over the past couple of years here. Uh, word of wisdom for the episode, just choosing something and hitting it hard, which ultimately is something that I've told myself I need to do as well as a buddy of mine. I met this last year. Who's a decade ahead of me. Um, that's where I ultimately think I struggle. Okay. Yeah, no, that's fucking tough, bro. Uh, I want to pursue a bunch of things instead of just one. Dude, that is fucking normal. Yeah. Okay? No, absolutely. That is totally normal, you know, especially being in your early 20s. Yeah. Well, no, now it's just being energized, right? I mean, so so I have I have a three a three-part itinerary for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Right? And and I didn't I have so much that I want to do and so many irons in the fire. And honestly, one of the reasons why that is normal is that that is your subconscious telling you, do not put all your fucking eggs in one basket. Yeah. Have other ideas, pursue other things, have other influences. And that's where all the fucking hippies and all the fucking the floaters, dope, all the dope yeah. knuckleheads and my fucking parents generation, goddamn worst generation in American fucking history. So any which way, that's where they actually have a vast valid argument in diverse and in diverse thinking and diverse education but they've taken it too far explore other interests be influenced by other interests pursue other things pursue a passion yeah because but but your one passion might not work i I might in a year from now i might be opening up my own game store because the influence foundation failed yeah and that's goinfo.org um but I might have something hit. The project that Space Doc is working on. Yeah. We might have a hit. We, yeah. We might. We might not. We might, you know, we, we could we could fail. But the thing is, is that you and I have put forth the effort to focus and do and, and, and express passion and love and energy into a thing. Well, and you, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. So if you're somebody yeah. that's not going to take we are, Wayne Gretzky. We are cliche-tastic tonight. We are super, great. Super much so. No, I mean, like I said, we. I'm guilty. Um, so uh, an example of success that he's recently had was uh, choosing a single thing, sticking to it over December month. He banged out a uh, page of tabletop RPG. And I'm working on, uh, basically, he made a role-playing game. Kick ass. Yeah, fucking okay. great. So, Harrison, the Influence Foundation has three subsidiaries under its umbrella. One of them is a board game company. Another one is a publishing company for role-playing games specifically, because role-playing games are a huge passion of mine. Seriously, email me. Um you know, I mean, he's emailed who wears the pants. So what I'll do is I can just yeah, forward, just forward, it to forward yeah. this to no, you. No, seriously, dude. I, because and, I'm skimming this. Yeah. Well, here's the other reason to send us fucking email. Cause you, cause Harrison's basically having a one-sided conversation with us. I, I, I responded to him. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, is oh, that yeah, the yeah, listener yeah. should this. send us email EB in particular, because then EB, we could dissect your email yeah. on the air. Like we've done master Harrison's. Okay. So, um, he basically, he got the game to a playable state before he kind of fell off with it. Uh, get back to it. Yeah. No, for get, sure. Get back to it. Yeah. Um, dude, designing a role-playing game is fucking hard. Yeah. It's going to be. Uh, it's, it, it's not easy. It is. And it is going to be the least impactful, least profitable way to share your game idea with the world. However, 
you're a, you're a storyteller, man. You're it's okay. This is, this is weed talking, but the storytellers of the world will always have power. And the people that make role-playing games are always remarkable storytellers. Mm-hmm. They may not be good game masters, but they're great storytellers, man. Stick with that. Sorry, Chris. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Uh, basically, he's got a couple other projects that he wants to pursue. They're nothing that would really benefit him short or long term. Um, at the very least, though, it gives credence to the idea that uh, the idea of just setting time aside to work towards something along with making a habit out of it. Yeah, dude, that's fucking huge. Yep. Like uh, if, if you were dedicating any amount of time to something, um, you'll just having that habit is a really, yep. really big deal. I personally must structure myself. Like I even structure when I'm, when I'm, I even structure when I smoke weed mm-hmm. because I have to know here's my, here's my parameter. Here are my deadlines. Here's my schedule so that I stay focused. Um, which, speaking of setting time aside for things, I've actually been meaning to write into the show for a hot minute, but uh, something struck me when I was listening to the episode tonight. I got out of bed, decided to write down thoughts. God, I feel like I need to take notes while listening to your show, as it often gets me thinking about various things y'all talk about with and tidbits. Um, Did you I, say y'all? Yeah, he said y'all. Harrison, where, 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 where from? Where from? He says, s- he says credence in one sentence, mm-hmm. and then like two sentences later, he's like, yeah, y'all. Yeah, because he's one of those. He's like he's like tiny. He's like uh, what was oh goddamn what was that episode of uh, Venture Brothers with the attorney that basically and any which way, he's like a super intellectual southerner because he's got to be south of the Mason Dixon right man because yeah. he put y'all <laughs> in an email. Well, what's uh, what's funny is he's like dude, um, yeah. You guys, I it, the the amount of thought that you've put into your email thus far has been absolutely baffling. I, yeah, I, so I'm so touched. Kudos to you. Yeah, right. Uh, now that I'm finally writing a response after an hour, <laughs> an hour after I listened, and it's one thirty at the time of writing, I can barely recollect the third thing that uh, third of the things that I wanted to talk about because basically, as I like go through the episode, I wanted mm-hmm. to chime in a couple of times. Right. Um, awesome. Yeah. Also, I wanted to say that Chris, when you beg for hate mail. It does piss me off. <laughs> Hate mail needs to be earned, you little shit. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, you can't just ask for it. You got to do something oh. uh, to kick people into gear to feel so indignant that they have time to do the shit. All right. So I shit on EB a few minutes ago. Yeah. But let's go. We'll come back to the EB subject. So Harrison, thank you. Number one. Well, he. I'm, it, oh, not there's done. more. There's much more. Oh, Harrison's amazing. Yeah, super amazing. Uh, he, he's like, I'm a busy guy, and I don't have time to fuck with you idiots. Basically, <laughs> I'm a busy guy. I don't have time to send you this this well composed. I'm paraphrasing well because thought out email. There's like you know three sentences here. It's actually it's one giant sentence because of these commas this cocksucker's using. Um, okay, now this bit's for Broder. I hope all is well with you. The last time I talked to you was in the Fear the Con line when you ruined my sleep schedule by keeping me up until four with your moist cave while you drank. Oh, my God. I think I knew who this is. Uh, how's the Deadlands game you mentioned you were going to run? Oh, Deadlands is going really, really well. Yeah, it's going really, really well. I, I don't want to bore the audience with a gaming story, but I've done some of my most devious 
merciless storytelling, not mechanic stuff, just storytelling that I've done in a really, really long time. I've got a guy that sits at my table. I know exactly who this is now. All right. I know okay. exactly who this is. I hope you're coming to Fear the Con this year. Uh, I wish you the best in your endeavors, and I must say that you need to fucking finish Dan Skies of Glass Game. We're working on it, man. We're working on it, especially since I'm going to leave Missouri by the end of the year. That is something we have to do. Uh, I have, I haven't been listening to that show and gotten two of my buddies into it just so you can bail on the final arch so, to improve your life. So here's, quotes. so, so Harrison, <laughs> seriously, here's the deal. Me leaving miniature market. One of the things that that actually helps with tremendously is that I will be back regular on fear the boot. I've already talked to the guys and the ladies about it. Um, and we all seem to be cool with having me come back as a regular host. So I should be on episodes. Um, I think I'm recording the first one on let, the let, 18th. Let me uh, let me get this thread out, okay? <laughs> you better see that shit to a conclusion, or else I'll spend my summer hiking uh, way from this corner of the U.S. to your corner and eat your asshole. Oh, yeah, he'll hot! Fucking totally eat that shit. Hot. Well, he's listen, gonna tongue punch your dirt also, star. I, I, listen, I hope you like corn and hot sauce because <laughs> it is gonna be unpleasant. Don't you ruin this shit for me? You got it. <laughs> And if you move before Fear the Con 2020, I hope you still plan on doing a night at Brostamus. Oh, Brostadamus? I will. Brostadamus, so, thank so you. Here's on the Discord. Deal. Yeah, so here's the deal. I, I will be at Fear the Con. Um, in fact, I will, uh, I've got two games. I've got my buy-in game, you know, the, the uh, Kickstarter back a reward level, but I also have a Hellboy game that I'm going to post. Uh, I'll be there, too. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Because Chris and I will hopefully be doing some shit there. We'll uh so, we will be doing shit there. Yeah. I I have a I have a plan for that too, but yeah, Chris and I will, we may even have a vendor booth there. We don't know. Yeah. It's going to be good. Um I reckon that's all the time I have for this email, so I hope the best for you two and your respective families. Also, if y'all ever decide uh, to do some Kickstarter game or booking thing, I'll be sure to chip in. Y'all have gotten enough social capital from me. I'll throw some capital your way. Thank you. That means a lot to us. Uh, last thought is that Chris mentioned it. If you want some young college schmuck on your podcast, hit me up. Granted, I'm mostly checked out of the dating scene, uh, so I may not be the best person to have on about college romances, but uh, I'd love to be given the opportunity. Um, yeah, we'll have you on the show, bro. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. Um, it would be easier if we did this during Fear the Con or something. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're probably, there's a couple of people that have actually asked us about if we're going to be there and stuff. Um, I don't know what Mike's schedule is like. So, so I, I definitely, so as, as a returning and active, you know, soon mm -hmm. to be active again host, um, I mean, I have a, I have a, not only a moral obligation, but I have a personal desire to be there because I love fear the con, but I want to set time aside, uh, like probably in the evenings or something. I'll hang out with a couple of you guys, and if you want to record a fucking episode or something, yeah, cause, I'm in. Because I'm going to run two games for sure, and that those will both be in the evenings. Now, obviously, after hours will be great. I also think that we may want to set up, uh, you know, demos uh, if we get uh, things started out with Space Dock, that maybe we use some of the slots at Fear the Con to do some demos of the game. Yeah, fuck yeah. Maybe even have some pre-sale copies, but you and I can talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Perhaps it's about connecting and improving relationships with family members. I'd have something insightful to say as it's been a personal goal of mine uh, to know members of my family more and form bonds with them that I didn't uh, that I didn't when I was younger. A listener from the swamps of Florida, Harrison. 
Thanks, Harrison. Thanks, Harrison. Um, now, see, now I feel, I feel, I feel even more touched knowing who it is. Yeah, I really do. Good. Uh, I responded. I wrote him out a little email, um, basically kind of telling him about how we started doing who wears the pants and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that it's 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 been really good for us, and it's uh, fuck bombs were dropped on our relationships during oh, after yeah, we for started sure, it. Yeah. so uh it's been it's yeah. been good in our I mean, healing processes here um some of the most real shit that i have ever said have been has been on this microphone yeah, yeah no, it's been too. on this show well and that's one sure. of the things that i was saying i'm like you know i it, basically i i was going to do another show because i was going to do that show called thought provoking mm-hmm. and uh i was like i just want to do something that's good and i just want to have something honest and this that's what this ended up turning into uh i was like you know i'm stoked for you blah blah, blah and i Ended the email. Thanks, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, Harrison, all I can tell you, man, is besides thank you, and I'm really, really flattered. Uh, Chris isn't because he's a smug sociopath. But um, you know, I, the only the only advice I could give you is don't you know don't be afraid to put in the work. Don't be afraid to get rejected. I mean, I've spent I spent twenty years drunk. And 45 years scared shitless of everything, man. Don't, don't be afraid. What all you're going to do is get a no. Now it's a cautionary tale. Um, I didn't tell you about the Deerbergs parking lot incident, did I? No. Okay. So I, I, I had a lot of temper issues as a kid, right? But I didn't get a lot of fights and things like that. I broke a lot of stuff and, you know, I, I get angry, but it's been a long, long time. And I have not, I have not been reckless, fearless ever in my life until really recent, until December of last year. And I told the parking lot, you know, shopping mall story, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So memory and I, my wife, we're at the grocery store. We're driving to the grocery store, excuse me, because I really jumped ahead. We're driving into the parking lot from the grocery store at this Deerberg's parking lot, this chain where we live in St. Louis area. And Schnooks is better. This guy, no, Schnooks is less expensive. It's better. Um, but this guy does this Yui, you know, into, so he looks like he's turning down this lane in the parking lot and he does a Yui. I almost hit him because he cuts me off and he gives me the bird. Yeah. Like I'm the asshole. There's something I, I hate getting accused of doing something I didn't do, but I hate it when someone wrongs you and then shits on you for having the audacity of being wronged. It's like honor killings in, you know, hardcore Sharia countries where, oh, my daughter got raped. She shame my family. Now I got to beat her to death with rocks. It's fucking insane. It's infuriating. And mm-hmm. those people should be purged from goddamn earth honor killers and assholes who shit on people not muslims you fucking racist anyway it's not racism but go on i know (laughs) anyway so i pull into the parking lot this guy pulls up right in front of the jewelry watch repair store right right in front of it right in no parking zone i get out of my car my wife gets out of the car and i stand there 
And I watched the guy open his shitty trunk up of his shitty, janky ass silver station wagon and his bent up trunk of his station wagon thing. And he uses a broomstick handle to prop up the trunk because the trunk doesn't work. And he carries a box of garbage into the this place. I'm assuming to hawk it, right? I'm assuming this ignorant junkie piece of shit, white trash garbage fucking scum person anyway <laughs> so he comes out and he sees me watching him now i just want to watch my car and make sure some jackhead doesn't come slash my tires so he throws up his hands and he's like well what's up man and i'm like and my wife's like don't and i was like i was like nothing are we doing this and he's like yeah come on over i'm like i'm old man come to me and he's, man, fuck you. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. I was like, okay. I start walking toward him. Now my wife freaks. And she's like, you know, she's all pissed off at me because I just, I just didn't care. In that moment, I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared at all. The only thing that I was concerned about is if he's got a gun, you know, my wife is going to be terrified because she's been shot. It was like, if he's got a weapon, okay, I'm going to get hurt. But if he's got a gun, my wife's a liability. That's the problem. Yeah. Other than that, I don't care. I'm not scared. I just don't want her to get hurt. I wasn't even scared about her getting hurt. It was just a logical assessment at the time. It was just, you are an issue. You are here. You are a factor that, that belongs in this calculus. Hmm. But I'm not scared. You're just something. You're just a thing I have to make sure doesn't get hurt. Not that you can't protect yourself. I just can't make it easier for you to be hurt because she can take care of herself. Yeah. So I start walking toward the guy. So he opens up his shit trunk and he pulls out his broom handle. And I was like, I was like, Jesus Christ, you need a fucking weapon to whoop the ass of a 45 year old man. You junky piece of shit. I was like, fuck that. Never mind, man. You are not worth my time. And, uh, and he, so, you know, he's like, I don't even remember what he said, but I was like, whatever you fucking coward and your stupid stick. And so he drops it on the ground and that's when I realized, okay, I've pushed too far because now this guy's not afraid to fight me. I've backed him into a corner. Yeah. My wife is here. My wife wasn't here. Okay. But she's going to be mad at me. And she's going to be scared and I'm going to be mad at myself for making her scared. Okay. So I'm going to walk away. So did you go to Deerberg's? I went to Deerberg's. I did my shopping. My car was fine. My wife was pissed. Yeah. Pissed. I mean, seldom has she been this angry with me in my life. Hmm. And I'm sorry I made her upset, but I'm tired of backing down. I'm yeah. I'm tired of eating crow. I'm tired of not being myself. I'm tired of being ashamed. I'm tired of being scared about what people think. I just don't care. I just, I'm, I'm out of fucks to give, man. I just don't have any. You were going to rape him, weren't you? I don't know. I mean, I must have outweighed him <laughs> by 70 pounds. That's an exit. Well, yeah, he was fucking probably all PCP'd out and was going to ride a bike with a refrigerator on yeah. his back or something. I don't know. I, I, I was I was definitely 70 is an exaggeration, but I was definitely between 40 and 50 pounds his his advantage. Mm. But all right. So here we go. Monday at 1130 a.m. from one E.B. Hunter 
goddamn non-motherfucking cunt waffled downwind drift and I think he meant shit infected ass dude glob wasting 45 years of my water buffalo munching keister fuck you and the horse cart you rode in on on the table with glass lemon juice and iodized fucking massive salt crystals in all caps um I'm like, the belief that I just sit here and listen to you insult yourself is a rat feces infested with fucking zombie plague fleas level insanity. So just in order to shake and bake the cocaine cookies you two wish you had in your fucking pie holes, let me make a fucking prediction to some answers of the questions before all caps. You even have the wherewithal to pull them from ever loving ether. Do you live with your mom? No shit sizzle. Of course not. You're both, you'd both be dead and might, and you might be butt buddies with Zeke, um, who is in for killing his mom too. I'm just confused on that one. Um, I'm going to, Oh, is this our hate mail? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Cute. Okay. Can't can't be, can't be coasting that terribly. All right. You have a very valid point. EB. You're right. I'm not coasting that much. You have some education. You keep a job down. Fuck off with that shit. I'm not Beyonce. You ain't Beyonce, Matt Mercer, or a fucking Terminator. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, did your wife do what you told her? Absolutely, goddamn unequivocally, yes. You told her you didn't want to know, and you would never know if unless a threat to both of you or your safety. Yeah, you're right. Uh, she did do what I told her. You're right, EB. He's right. He, she only told me because she had to for my safety. Was that the whole email? No. Is your life banging bitches and snorting cocaine off hookers' titties? No. But the amount of hookers you want to paint minis or your shit is getting higher. Mm. Uh, Okay. So, but the amount of hookers who want to paint minis or shit is getting higher, but still gucking low and expensive as fuck. It's not that expensive. Gucking low, you derelict. Uh, Now you've covered a lot of shit in multiple episodes (laughs) and some stuff keeps coming back. So when you do the retrospective, I'll be coming at you with more notes. But fuck off for now, you creative, careful, caring cunt nugget. That was a lovely alliteration, sir. That actually Um, was. Yes, haven't even finished 44, you ass hat. All the negative self-view is too is uh, too close to my own. Hits home pretty fucking deep, but fuck, it goes unreported and fucking bullshit of the most terrible grade, like F grade bullshit. Sorry, that is a lot. Let me see if I can get into something less bombastic and more coherent. Remember when I said I'm bad at hating? Hitting will takes consideration and a level of separation from vitriol that I seem to have issue with. I got, I get away into the thing. You said you wasted 45 years of your life and that apparently twinged something in me. Like I said, give me a chance to put it through some polish and I'll have some better coherent or better content than projecting idiocy that flowed from my thumbs. Love you, bud. Aww. Uh, Oh, and I was like, um, I know that time wasn't a complete waste and a wink. So, EB, I hope that you don't mind me reading that on the air. And if you do, I'm sorry, because I probably should have asked first. And I didn't, which makes me a real fucking cunt. You know and- what's funny is last night, I actually emailed EB. Did you? Dot, dot, dot. That's all I said. Oh, nice. 
use the old ellipsis because I'm like, I'm waiting, waiting. So, yeah. So, EB, I, I am sorry. I should have asked if I could read that first because you sent it to me and it was private and sweet. And you are a good friend and you are somebody that I don't want to lose contact with. And I'm very glad that I'm coming to Gen Con this year because I know you live right around the corner. Oh, listen to you being all sweet. Yeah. He's good people, man. <coughs> He's a sweet man. That's amazing. Um, I'm not into dudes. I, in fact, I, I you know how how gay people, you know, how a gay dude thinks about having sex with a woman is. That's how I feel about having sex with a dude. It's not not my thing, but I'd, I'd give that man a big hug. Like a mouth hug? Uh, no. Oh. No. I mean, I might give him a colon hug. I thought you were going <laughs> to swallow a salty load or something. No, no, oh, okay. no salt loads. Okay, good, no good. No hot up. No salt loads. Not going to take that hot yeah. load to the mouth? Not load to the mouth, no. No, okay, yeah. okay. Well, I tried. Um, so I, I we're going to wrap it up there. Okay, I have a word of wisdom for this week. Do you? Yeah. If you are a professional escort, hire a secretary. Hire someone to schedule your books. Hire someone to answer your calls while you're asleep, sleeping off a bender, or doing your job. While you're busy, have someone to take your emails, answer your calls, answer your texts, book your schedule for you. Be a goddamn professional. You're in the oldest profession. Act like it. Yeah, I mean, we can take that word of wisdom right there and extend that to everybody. There you go, everybody. Um, guys, if you have not already, feel free to go to whowearsthepantspodcast.com. You can... Uh, Click on our social media shits there and all yeah, that fun and stuff. Yeah, and if we could, if we could uh, just ask you, and Chris and I in the next few months, we're going to be asking you uh, a, pretty, a, lot of shit. A, a pretty big favor. But, you know, if you could, you know, the little favors right now, if you could proselytize, get us dick pics, I don't even care if they're from listeners. Yeah, we need I don't them. even care if they're from the internet. Yeah, we As need long them. as they don't have poison viruses. Yeah, we, we, we need, need those dick pics. We need them. Never thought, never, ever, ever, ever in my life did I think I would be on the internet soliciting dick pics. I need the dick pics. Dick um, pics are necessary. We need hashtag who wears the pants dick pics. I am going to give a shout out to Jeff Craig. Jesus Christ. Dude, I've told you this multiple times and I've had the just enormous pleasure of working with you on a couple of projects. Dude. You are a fucking genius. You you actually and and I don't because I'm I'm hypercritical about art and mm -hmm. about aesthetic when it comes to game design. Yeah. And that's all I'll that's all I'll say. Honestly, Jeff, as much as I call you your brother's name, you're it's you you hit it out of the park, man. I mean that that especially that well, anyway, not not too his, much. His 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 eye for aesthetic yeah. is absolutely unparalleled if yeah. uh if any of you listeners need graphic design work yeah. done um jeff craig is amazing if you need his contact info send us an email at who wears the pants podcast.com yeah. i would be happy yeah. to get you in if, touch with him if chris and i were professionals we would have we would have a show synopsis and show notes yeah and I we can, would have we would have jeff craig's contact information i gotta there. ask him first yeah no i, I don't want to just put it out there no no, no. Like, you're, yeah. you're you're right but seriously it's he's he's wicked smart jeff thank you yeah, um, absolutely amazing, super talented guy. So if you need some graphic design work done, anything from a logo to fucking 
uh, he does game design. He actually worked with my other company, EG Games. He is one of the head designers of Conniving Cooks and Merle's Truck Stop in Maine, which yeah. are both incredible. Um, he's helping Mike and I out with a couple of things right now. The guy is fucking top notch. Jeff, you are the greatest super genius ever. Yeah, you're talented, man. Um, so, yeah, guys, thank you for tuning in.